0: You're ready to take your leadership to the next level, you're in the right place. This is the Think on Purpose Podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Fry. Let's dive in. As a leader, you're constantly faced with challenges, obstacles, problems to solve. And that's part of the deal. We know that when we get the role of supervisor, coordinator, manager, leader, whatever that looks like that that is part of the gig. We're signing up on purpose to solve problems for the greater good. And whether it's managing a team or fundraising or launching a new program, sometimes this can feel overwhelming and stressful. So on today's podcast, I want to focus on the topic of resilience. Welcome back to the Think on Purpose podcast. I'm super excited to have you all here. And today is all about the idea of resiliency. It's the ability to bounce back from adversity, from the hard stuff, and to keep moving forward. The good news is that this is a skill, and it's something that we can cultivate with more practice, more time, and more intention. So the first thing I want to start with are the key components of resiliency. And there's three of them. The first one is adaptability. And this just means that we're able to be flexible. We can adjust our plans and strategies as our circumstances change. Now, here's the thing. Changing our plans and strategies is a result of also being flexible in our thinking. When we think think about our jobs, the day-to-day can be unexpected. The day-to-day can bring challenges that we had no idea we were going to face that day. And when we're rigid in our approach, it's only because we're rigid in our thinking. So let me say that again. If we are rigid in our actions, if we're rigid in how we go about solving the problem, it's because we have rigid thinking. So an example I was thinking about is when I was running a fitness center, we would have power outages. And this happened a couple of times a year. And the interesting thing is they were typically not a result of a storm. They just sort of happened out of nowhere. Now, we could solve this problem in a number of different ways. We could blame the power company, get upset, feel out of control, and be in this victim space. We could also accept the reality of what was happening, work through our process to the best of our ability, and serve our members, whether that's with online options or allowing them to access other facilities. In the first case, if we're in this blame game... We're staying in rigid thinking, and it's rigid because we have a thought things like this shouldn't happen. As soon as we believe that something should be happening that's not, we're in rigid thinking. We're completely disregarding the reality of the situation. But if we can accept reality, if we can be flexible in our thinking, then we can actually move forward and not only serve members, not only start to solve the problem, but we can also have a little bit of foresight, like, okay, what are we going to do next time the power goes out? What did we do well? And then how can we update our processes? How can we update our protocol? It changes the way we show up to solve the problem. It changes the way that we interact with our team. If I'm coming from a place of blame and frustration, just the messaging to my team alone is going to be very different than if we're in a place of acceptance and flexibility. So consider that for yourselves. When was the last time that you had a problem to solve and there was an opportunity to be more flexible, more adaptable in your thinking in order to have a better solution for the problem? Okay, so here's the second component of resiliency, and that is self-efficacy, or we can also call that self-confidence. So when we think about self-confidence, it's not the same thing as just having confidence. Confidence means I can look back at my history, I can look at the things I've accomplished, and I know because I've done it before, I can do it again. So for example, I've led tons of meetings in my life over my career, so I'm pretty comfortable creating an agenda, following the agenda, and leading a meeting. But maybe I have not actually presented for a board before, or maybe I haven't been the one to write a financial report. In those cases, I'm looking not for confidence, but for self-confidence, because self-confidence is the belief that I can figure things out. Self-confidence is the belief that even though I haven't done this particular thing in the past, I have the resources, I have the capacity to figure it out. So if I'm a resilient leader, even if I've never done something before, I have the self-efficacy, the self-confidence that I can figure things out. I can do hard things. There's a big difference between thinking that I'm only capable because I've done something in my past compared to believing that I have the ability to learn something new. I have the ability to figure out hard things. I have the resources and I know how to get the resources so that, of course, I can figure this thing out. So just notice what comes up for you. When are you in a place where you're like, I've never done that before. I'm feeling unsure. I'm feeling uncertain. That just means that we've dropped out of self-confidence. Okay, and then here's the third component of resiliency is optimism. And optimism just means that we have a positive outlook and we believe in our ability to overcome challenges. And what's so interesting is notice in that definition, It automatically tells us that we have to experience challenges. We have to go through things that feel a little bit gritty in order to cultivate optimism, in order to come out the other side with a positive outlook. The more difficult experiences we encounter, the more we grow that skill of optimism. And I would offer that goes with self-confidence also. The more we grow, the more that we evolve, the more hard problems we solve. Actually, the more resilient we come, we become. And I think that's something we forget because so often we push away those opportunities and we think, oh, why does it have to be so hard? Well, the reason things are hard is because they allow us those opportunities to grow. They allow us the opportunities to cultivate adaptability, to cultivate self-confidence, and to create more optimistic outlook. Because we create the experience and the evidence that we do hard things. I like to think of it like every time we solve a hard problem, every time we encounter a difficult customer service experience or go through a struggle, we raise that baseline of what we think is hard. It's like the thing that seemed really hard at the beginning of our careers, like running a meeting, for example, doesn't feel very hard anymore. And if we only did the things that didn't feel hard, we would just get stagnant. We would be stuck. And instead, as leaders, I encourage you to embrace the difficulties, embrace the challenges and the obstacles, because every time we get on the other side of that, we increase our resiliency. We actually become stronger. Another example is just like we go to the gym to make our muscles stronger, we lift heavier and heavier weights, or we run harder, or we go faster. It's the same thing with resiliency. It's a muscle that we can grow, but in order to grow it, we have to experience just a little bit of temporary discomfort. It's not even pain. It's just a little bit uncomfortable. And the three skills that we can use to help us increase that resiliency are making sure that we are flexible in our thinking. We're noticing whether or not we're adaptable. We're increasing our self-confidence and we're paying attention to our level of optimism. And I want you to consider which of those three areas could you use a little bit of help with? And then I encourage you to get a coach. Find someone who can help you grow those specific areas because each one will impact the other. And that is the beauty of these skills, is that when we focus on just one piece, just one component, we can make an impact on the whole. Thanks so much for listening today. If you are ready for a coach, you can find me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what's helping in this podcast and send me your questions. I'm going to do an episode where that is all I do is answer your questions. See you soon. Hey, don't forget to like and follow me on Instagram at jen.fry.coaching, where we share more tips, more personal stories, and continue our journey to think on purpose. And if you like today's episode, click those three dots and share it with a friend.